Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. For them to be in WWE, but mm-hmm. could they go to Raw or could they be on SmackDown? 
Yes, certainly. Uh, I think a lot of people think it's going to be SmackDown. Obviously, that's the big story, however. And we'll see what happens tomorrow night, obviously, with them maybe showing up as well. Uh, time will only tell on that, however. Another story we're uh, following carefully, however, is what may happen tonight on Raw. It was tweeted out over the weekend, however, after what happened last Monday involving Braun Strowman and Kalisto, that there would be uh, some, well, let's just say, very uh, not-so-pleasant feelings after what went down last Monday in Columbus, Ohio. Well, tonight in Kansas City, it has been announced there will be a dumpster match between the man of... The man uh, known as Kalisto, let's just say, the young cruiserweight, if you will, however, who is hoping to be the little giant killer, if you will, taking on big, bad, angry Braun Strowman, who has just basically been like a hurricane tidal wave forced upon the WWE within the last month or so, and is planning to dish out pain and punishment once again in the form of Kalisto. Your thoughts about this dumpster, excuse me, this dumpster match going into tonight's show? If I was Kalisto right now, I'd run. Yeah. Because last week... Yes. Last week, if he was out of that dumpster, what yes. Strowman did to the big show, yes. I, I would not like what he's going to do to Kalisto. And I, and I envy that dumpster, too. I, oh, yes. Because look at what Strowman did, J.D. He tipped the ambulance over Roman Reigns. Yep. And he broke the ring last week with the big show. Yeah. And now he's involved in a dumpster... With Kalisto, something tells me that he's gonna that he's gonna do something bad with that dumpster. Oh yeah, no question about it. I would agree. It's gonna be very physical, no doubt about it. And like you said last week, I mean, what he did, however, last week with the Big Show was inhuman. I mean, the Big Show's done to Brock Lesnar, Mark Henry, now Braun Strowman. I mean, Big Show, of course, didn't need. Help needed help it looked like getting out of the ring but he says no i'm going to do this by myself i'm going to walk by myself i don't need any help whatsoever i mean it was very intense to say least and i can only imagine what he's going to do to kalisa like you said tonight but we will be watching this very carefully as they're going to be live at the sprint center there in the ribeye capital of the world casey missouri tonight of course tomorrow night they're in des moines iowa in seth rollins's hometown of course and we'll talk about seth freaking rollins here in just a little bit of course as we talk about the upcoming payback pay-per-view which is this coming sunday live on the WWE network from the SAP Center in San Jose, California, out there in Silicon Valley. Of course, a lot going to be uh, going on as well in that department. Uh, as we shift focus away from wrestling for a couple minutes... Uh, J.D.? Gonna... Yes. I think the last time we had a uh, dumpster dumpster match was uh, King of the Ring 2000. That sounds right to me. I think you're right. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, if you could research that for us and let us know before the end of today, we appreciate that. Yeah, I think you're right. That sounds right to me. You're pretty. I think you're right on the money with that, actually. And that does sound right to me, actually, believe it or not. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that is exactly the last time they did have a match. You're exactly right, however. But uh, we'll look into that, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will definitely uh, watch this very carefully, like we said. Uh, John will keep us up to date on that story, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let and me tell you something, Janie. I think they're bringing back a lot of attitude era stuff. You know they have been. You know, I was just thinking that, too. Yeah, because, I mean, what happened last week... What happened before that, I mean, yeah, I would I would definitely agree. Uh, no question about it. The last few weeks, however, I mean, has been very, very intense. No question about it. Um, but as we said, folks, uh, we will be talking about that here throughout the day. Of course, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, this coming Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, beginning at 5 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, join the gang along with John. We will give you our payback predictions as well as maybe some side bets along the t- 
show, of course, the caller ID is 138055 pound. That is a very special edition of Payback Revolution, just beginning after 5 o'clock this Sunday. But today we'll be talking about payback as well here on the show, maybe get some bets in as well. Of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have our doubleheader whammy beginning at 7 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, with Wrestling Revisit. The caller ID is 139926 pound. And then, of course, Wrestling Revolution, we'll talk about tonight's Raw tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, beginning after 9 o'clock. Of course, John Gross will have your birthdays and dates, of course, as always, as he does every day here on the network. Gerard and I will have your news for Gerard, of course, being King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO himself. And the caller ID is 138055 pounds. So be sure to check that out tomorrow night. Now, John, shifting away from wrestling for a few minutes, we've got another, a lot of other sports to talk about going on in the world, however, and that is the NHL postseason and the NBA postseason. Of course, let's begin with the hockey, obviously. Excuse me. Obviously, of course, the NHL postseason is heating up. The Toronto Maple Leafs last night, of course, taking one on the chin, of course, a tough loss to them. As a result, they are done for the NHL season, of course. The Washington Capitals are moving on to round number two, and they will be facing, yes, folks, my Pittsburgh Penguins, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And, John, it all begins this Thursday night in the nation's capital with these two teams as Crosby and Ovechkin face off once more here in round number two. How will the mantra hold up the uh, Capitals? Well, it's been a crazy postseason, except for one game. They've been playing in overtime every game this playoff season so far. The Penguins have had a week off to prepare and relax, yet get healthy. We're going to see all that go uh, down next Thursday, of course, with game one, or this Thursday, I should say, with game one. Game two, of course, Saturday night. Back at Pittsburgh, game three and four, a week from Monday and a week from Wednesday. So things are going to get very interesting. But the big story, obviously, is, of course, the Chicago Blackhawks, the San Jose Sharks, and, of course, the Montreal Canadiens, as well as the Maple Leafs, these are four teams along with the Boston Bruins, five teams, excuse me, that were all given a chance, especially the Blackhawks and the Sharks, to win the West. And now two of them, along with the other three I mentioned, how they're all sitting at home now, and it seems like how it's anyone's uh, Stanley Cup to win right now. I'd say Pittsburgh's a good shot to win again, but at the same time, you look at Alex Ovechkin and Washington, they're still playing good hockey, even though they are uh, a little spent from that first round. You look at the West, of course, Anaheim, the Mighty Ducks are showing that they are mighty powerful. Powerful, along with the National Predators. It's a crapshoot who's going to win this tournament, and we're going to have to wait and see how it all goes down. But right now, it's shaping up to be anyone's uh, Stanley Cup to win. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, Agreed. Also this week, ladies and gentlemen, the NBA playoffs is heating up, of course. The Oklahoma City Thunder and the Houston Rockets are tied at two all. The Golden State Warriors, led by their coach Steve Kerr, who will be done for the rest of the postseason and maybe possibly the final if they get that far, has a bad back right now. He is going to be taking it easy the rest of the postseason. The doctors have told him he will not be allowed to coach the rest of the postseason. San Antonio Memphis is tied at two. The Wizards are battling out with the Hawks. The Celtics and the Bulls are battling out too, but LeBron James and Cleveland right now are sitting pretty at the moment in the East and in the West. Right now, it's a toss-up between San Antonio and Golden State who's going to win that West, and maybe Oklahoma City, too. So right now, we'll have to wait and see. But obviously, of course, time will only tell, of course, on who wins that division. Also, ladies and gentlemen, this week, of course, is the NFL Draft. And I just heard some breaking news come in right before we got on the air here this afternoon. Jabril Peppers, apparently Michigan standout safety, according to reports, however, has been told by has told teams have been told, according to Peppers and his agent, that he tested positive for a dilute sample at the scouting combine, according to Adam Schefter. That means, however, his stock in the NFL might be a little questionable. I mean, a lot of people say he's going to be on the top twenty, maybe top twenty-five 
five players on the board this weekend in Philadelphia with the NFL draft just around the corner, beginning on Thursday night in Philadelphia. A lot of people think that Peppers could be going anywhere between 17 and 30 from the Washington Redskins, John's hometown team, to my hometown team, Pittsburgh. But right now, it looks like that is now pretty much up in the air after hearing the news about Peppers earlier this afternoon. John, what's your thoughts about this whole news with Peppers and also about the NBA playoffs so far? Uh, now, was this the guy that had me when they said, next question? Uh, I think it was, if I remember correctly, I think so. Because yeah. I watched it after the game. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't it, think it, that's, that's, That sounds right to me. Yeah, that sounds right to me, but uh, yes, I believe so. But go on, yes. Uh, I hope whatever happens, happens. Yes, certainly. And uh, your thoughts about the NBA playoffs? Right now, things are getting very interesting in the NBA postseason. Oh, definitely. I mean, Golden State, of course, still doing pretty well, despite the fact they're going without their coach. San Antonio and Memphis battling out what has been a very good first round. Oklahoma City, of course, yesterday uh, gave the Houston Rockets all they could handle, but came up a little short, no pun intended. But at the end of the day, the big story is what happened after the game, apparently, when there were reports that Brian Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, excuse me, I said, Brian, I meant to say Russell Westbrook, however, absolutely snapped at a media personal person guy, however, later apologized for his actions, but uh, as a result, his temper got the best of him after yesterday's uh, game, so uh, we'll definitely be watching this very carefully, folks, of course, coming up later on tonight, of course, uh, looking ahead, however, uh, right now, however, we're going to look ahead here and see if there's a good NBA game tonight. In fact, there is a couple of NBA games tonight. Milwaukee and Toronto, who tied the two, will be playing at 7 o'clock on uh, NBA TV. At 8 o'clock, the Wizards were up 2-1 on Atlanta, travel to Atlanta to take on Atlanta. It should be a great series to see if John Wall and his company will go up 3-1 there. And the Golden State Warriors could close it out tonight against the Trailblazers and sweep the Portland Trailblazers out the door in the late-night game at 10.30. So, folks, there's your NBA triple stacker as far as the first round of the playoffs go this afternoon and tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be watching this very, very carefully. Now, one other story before we get back into uh, birthdays and dates from the past weekend till today. we got some other wrestling news to talk about. Of course, Scott Steiner earlier this weekend attending TNA tapings. We understand how he showed up at the tapings on Saturday. We also heard about Alberto Del Rio now challenging Bobby Lashley for the title after winning the Global Force Wrestling title on Friday night at the tapings. We know that Del Rio has been making the rounds with his comments both in and out of the ring over the last several weeks along with Scotty Steiner in the past, but Del Rio more so in the past few months. I mean, every week I ask the same question to John, and of course he gives me almost the same answer or close to the same answer. John, apparently we have some more developments involving uh, Mr. Alberto El Patron, a.k.a. Del Rio, if you will. We saw what happened, of course, uh, last week and earlier this past weekend. What are your thoughts about the new developments now involving Alberto El Patron winning the GFW, excuse me, the GFW title and going after Bobby Lashley in a title versus title matchup coming up at Slammiversary this summer? Oh, man. Can I ever get crazy with Alberto Del Rio or Alberto Del Taco? Yes. Well, it's just, it's embarrassing. I mean, this guy along with Paige is just, I mean, he just continues to embarrass himself in more ways and Paige more so and I mean Gerard T. Smith, Michelle, myself, you, Chad, Hinshaw, Amory, Rickenbach, the rest of our panelists, including uh, the newest members of the panel, however, who've talked a little bit about this somewhat. The Wolf Queen, of course, Heavy Metal, who we want to give a special shout out to today, uh, of course, uh, have said the same thing. I mean, it's just, it's embarrassing is what it is. I mean, she continues to embarrass herself. He continues to embarrass himself. I don't know why they keep them both unemployed. It just, it makes you sick. 
It, it is sick. It's sickening because I mean they've said, I mean she's told him to be quiet. She still works for the company, however, that she supposedly works for. It's just I don't know. It's just I mean right now I mean Gerard said it best and has said it best over the last several weeks and we've all talked about the same thing. If they're gonna let Paige go, just why do you keep stalling and stalling and stalling and stalling? Just get rid of her. Don't keep her around. I mean, I know she's supposed to come back in July from her neck injury, but you know what? They've already said they have nothing for her to plan when they have her come back. However, it's just, it's not worth it. I mean, just, just say, here's your future endeavors. Here's your pink slip. Thanks for nothing. However, you've had a uh, somewhat okay career, but in the last year, year and a half, however, you just haven't amounted to anything. You're just absolutely uh, being wasted. However, I mean, it was because of your stupidity, because of your fault making the comments you made, and now you're coming back. How you think that we're going to forgive you? No. Not a chance. So I would just give them the, I mean, I would just give her her pink slip right now. And if she wants to go elsewhere, like, say, ROH or TNA or wherever she wants to do next hour, more power to her. But, you know, it just, I don't know. It just She just continues to make a mockery of her name and the sport of wrestling in general. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I had something lodged in my throat there. But still, you know where I'm coming from. It's just, it's just embarrassing. It's, it's to the point where it's just downright embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll definitely be watching more of this, as we said, in the weeks to come, folks. I mean, it's become a real big story of the last several weeks here on all of our shows here. And speaking of all of our shows, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder, this Wednesday night, join Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw and myself. Actually, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw will be taking the reins this Wednesday night. I will not be available at any point this Wednesday, but I will be back Thursday due to an obligation beyond my control. But he will have the Outside the Rope show where we have the latest... Do you know your obligation, Dave? Yes, I know what I'll be doing. Yes, uh, I'm going to a baseball game, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen. It will be the Cubs and the Pirates playing in Pittsburgh on Wednesday night. And John, of course, a week from uh, this uh, next Thursday, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, or two weeks from this Thursday, will be attending an obligation himself between the Nats and the Orioles there. But anyway, uh, this uh, Wednesday night, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw himself, however, outside the ropes, 14138 beginning at 6.30 p.m. 8 o'clock, of course, Gerard T. Smith, Michelle, and the rest of the gang, um, minus the Iceman, will be away or will be filling in uh, someone else in my obligation, however, with a very special edition, of course, the very wildly popular, however, debate, of course. The caller ID is one three wrestling debate, one three nine nine two five pound. And then we'll talk about SmackDown Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, from tomorrow night's show, Wednesday night, as we do each and every Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution. The caller ID is the same, one three zero five five pound in more ways than one. Of course, Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a double header for you beginning at 7 p.m. with uh, Top Heel, Gerard, myself, and the rest of the gang will begin you underway at 7 o'clock every Thursday night. This is customary, and of course, it should be a great show this coming Thursday. The caller ID is 140562. And then Wolfpack Radio, of course, takes you in at 9 o'clock with another great show just after 9-138-521-POUND. So, that's some of the news we've gotten for you right now. If we hear any more news before the 5 o'clock hour, John and I will be sure to keep up to date with you. And, of course, we are expecting some more of the gang to come along the show this afternoon. So, be sure to check us out as we're going to be here for a couple of hours taking you into uh, your rare Monday afternoon where the weather is not too bad right now. It's a little cool today. I mean, compared to what it was uh, the last few days, it's been decent, however. But it is supposed to warm up later this week. So, right now, we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John. So, let's hear what he has to say about that. And then when we come back, folks, we're going to have a little surprise for you and form of, uh, let's just say, a little predictions, let's just say. So right now, let's turn it over to John, who has our birthdays and dates from the last three days, and give us the 411 on that. John, go right ahead. All right. You want the 411? I'll give you the 411. 29 years ago today, WWE taped the 16th episode of Saturday Night's main event from the Springfield Civic Center in Springfield, Massachusetts. Huh. 
Macho Man Randy Savage defended his WWE Championship for the first time in a huge title defense against the one-man game. Yes. Um, 19 years ago today, Buff Bagwell was severely injured while taking a second rope bulldog. Yes, and of course we will later see that, I mean, at the time, and I talked with Chad about this actually uh, on Power Hour on Saturday afternoon, which by the way you can listen every Saturday at 4 p.m. Call ID is 141364-POUND. Uh, what he did after that, however, was, I mean, you almost felt sorry for him in a way, and he kind of did, but at the same time, however, it was just uh, despicable what he did after by uh, just doing what he did, you know? Yeah. All right, please continue. Um, 17 years ago today, ECW held the final Cyber Slam. Yes. From the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes, that's correct, yes. There was not one, not two, but three title changes. Hmm, interesting. What do we got? Rhino beats Jerry to win the ECW television title. Yes. Tommy Dreamer beat Taz to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. And Tommy Dreamer would lose the title to Just Incredible. Yes. Tommy had only held the title for not even less than a week, had he? No, he held it for a minute. Hmm. I think for... Yeah, that sounds right, because, I mean, I remember Tommy, however, uh, Taz had won the title from Austin nine days before, after Austin had come back, however, to fulfill his obligation and went back to WCW, however, after Paul Heyman and them told uh, Mike Austin to return, however, to drop the ECW title, and at the time, he was dead set against it, I remember. Nine years ago today, WWE suspended Michael Hayes for 60 days following an incident that occurred during WrestleMania week. Yes. Because he allegedly made a racist remark towards Mark Henry. Yep, I do recall that. You know, Michael Hayes is always a guy who always likes to stir the pot, too. I mean, not to say he's a bad wrestler or a bad person. I mean, he was a really good person, I mean, as far as a wrestler goes. I mean, he was sort of like the arrogant, cocky, young... um, Ric Flair of the 80s, I mean, I would say he was sort of like a Ric Flair clone. I'm not saying that Flair was a part, because we all know about Flair's history, but uh, Michael Hayes had some issues over the years. I mean, I know for a fact I'm hearing stories when him and Terry Gordy and Buddy Jack Roberts or Jimmy Garvin or Jimmy Jam, whatever you want to call them, uh, were the Freebirds back in the day. A lot of people had some very uh, interesting, unique opinions about him, let's just say. All right. Seven years ago today, WWE did their spring cleaning. And, reti- and release Shelton Benjamin, Mickey James, Shel Funaki, Jimmy Wayne Yang, Terry Gordy, Katie Lee Burchill, and Mike Knox. Yes, and it's funny, Mickey James, however, is back with the company now. Funaki's an announcer on the Japanese team, and Benjamin for uh, a while uh, was talked about coming back, but then all of a sudden that kind of uh, went south quickly. Yeah, because of his injury. Yes. Um, four years ago today, he announces that they have greenlit the WWE reality series, Total Divas. Yes. And, of course, we know what's happened since then. Yes. And also, Rosa Mendes was sent home for personal reasons. Yes, that's right. 
And she's really cleaned up her image, you know, from what she was about two or three years ago. I mean, compared to that little incident that she kind of got away with on television, we all know what incident we're talking about. And let's just say we had a bright moon over the horizon, shall we say, if you want to make it more politically correct. But still, at the same time, however, she has really changed her image 180 degrees since the last time we've seen her. I mean, for a while, she was a backstage correspondent. She did pretty well. And then, of course, she gave birth to her lovely daughter, Jordan, who's so cute and, I must say, very adorable, to say the least. But ever since she got out of the WWE, I mean, she's I just recently saw a video of her not too long ago, and uh, she still looks the same. I mean, she's gotten a little bit better, like I said, over the last year and a half or so. And i got to say, good for her. Good for her. And I'm going to check out birthday for TPWW. I know that there's one. Yes, and I, I know. I know that I'm looking at uh, one right now too. And I just want to tell everybody that Jerry's leaving WWE due to medical reasons. Yes, I was going to just mention that too. Yes, you also hear to Jerry Lazio and another story that we're following. Lazio and John just brought that to our attention. Thank you very much, John. The Japanese buzzsaw. Yoshihiro Tajiri, who at one time was actually competing on the 205 Live Show and only made one appearance, actually, when he came back from Japan. And I mean, I thought he would make more appearances than that, that. I just, I don't think he was ever really wanting to come back to WWE because I think he was very happy in Japan. I mean, he just wanted to come back, maybe, and see what the 205 Live thing was about. Guys like uh, Lance Dorito, Grand Metallic, Tony Nese, Noam Dar, uh... Neville, Aries, it's just a shame he never got into any programs with any of those guys, you know. I mean, there was talk they really wanted to do something big with him. I mean, he only had one match, of course, early this year with Kendrick, and then he got hurt with the match against Kendrick, and there was some talk he missed only a month or two of action. It wasn't less than two months, and as a result, he was ready to come back, I believe, last week or two weeks ago, right around WrestleMania, but then, like you just said, Howard, he finally said to WWE over the weekend, however... He says, uh, I have no interest in staying in WWE anymore. Just not going to be around here anymore. I'm going to go back to Japan. And I think he's set to retire at the end of this year. And if he is, Howard, good for him. I mean, he's had a great career. I mean, I've been a huge fan of Tajiri since I first watched him back in the day in ECW. I mean, he, of course, had so many great matches over the years with guys like uh, Super Crazy, uh, Nunzio, uh, among others. I mean, he's a very, very unique individual, to say the least. Yeah, and I saw the birthday. Um, okay. Ezekiel Jackson turns 39. Yes. He, of course, known as Big Rike, R-I-C-K, in Lucha Underground, and better known by his real name, Rike Lon Stevens. Yes, happy birthday indeed. Okay, let's go to Sunday. All right. Okay. All right, we do have a birthday, but I will say this later on. All right. We did have a birthday last Sunday, but I will say this later on. Who is it? Why don't you just tell us now? I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. I will say it later. Okay. Go ahead to Sunday now, as far as birthdays this Sunday. Okay. That's on Sunday. Hold on. And while John's searching that out, ladies and gentlemen, let us remind you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as I've mentioned already, however, and I will mention one more time, of course, uh, we are expecting a slew of gang today, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Raw Radio Show. Of course, this is episode number 91, 724-444-7044. Of course, we are 10 episodes away from the big 100, if you will, but right now we are celebrating number 90 here today. In fact, however, we will be celebrating, I believe, number 90, or excuse me, 100, uh, since today's 90. I believe we'll be doing that the first week of June or sometime in early June, John. 
Yeah, 100. And joining us on the line now, ladies and gentlemen, I see he has just popped on the line, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him, the top heel of top heels, ladies and gentlemen. He has so many nicknames, the Master of Disaster, the King of Sting, the Count of Monte Cristo. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. I give him all those names and then some, and rightly so. He is my big outsider brother, if you will. He is the G to the T to the S, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you, my man? Well, after that intro, how could I not be fantastic? <laughs> Excellent, my man. Excellent. John's just giving us some birthdays and dates, of course. We've talked a little bit about what's been going on, of course. Uh, John's giving us our birthdays for Sunday and today. But before we get to anything else, John, I'm going to give Gerard some of the news that we've uh, just talked about. Of course, we did mention a little bit, of course, of the NHL and NBA postseason, but that's beside the point. We did talk a lot about Scotty Steiner showing back up at the TNA tapings this weekend. We also talked about... Uh, Alberta El Patron now taking on, uh, let's just say, Bobby Lashley. However, we also talked about uh, John. What else did we discuss, Howard? There were a couple other things we kind of touched upon. What were the other things we dived into this afternoon early on? Did we talk about Scott Steiner? Yeah, I did mention Scott Steiner. I did talk about Alberta El Patron, yes. We did talk, like I said, about the NHL playoffs in the NBA postseason. We did talk about, there was a couple other things we kind of dived into. Oh, yeah, the big... Uh, Oh, I remember one of the things that I'm going to draw his opinion on this one. The big dumpster match for tonight between Braun Strowman and Kalisto. I know you got to weigh in on this one, Gerard, so please go right ahead. What, Scott Steiner? No, uh, uh, Braun Strowman and uh, Kalisto in the dumpster match tonight. But you can also share your thoughts about Scott Steiner, too. Go ahead. Uh, we'd okay. like to hear your thoughts on both well, uh, You know me. I'm going to mark the fuck out when he shows up on uh, Impact. Yes. Yes. He's one of my NWO boys. Yes. He is, I don't know if he's still off the wall. I don't think he's as bad as he was. Right. Yes. And, of course, but we But he's all... still a hothead, so yes, I think he is. maybe not. Yeah, he, if we understand, he was pretty hot this weekend. And one of the things we did see also, uh, I cut, John just mentioned right before he was going into Sunday, he talked about Tajiri uh, stepping away from wrestling. But I also read just now, uh, apparently, and you talked about this last week about Crazy Steve. Now we understand he has reportedly got a job from WWE, however, which he is NXT, accepting. Yeah. Yes. No, so good. Well, that's good to see. Bless you. Bless you. Uh, one thing we did talk about last week, and we touched upon it, Gerard, and I know... Uh, Wait, oh. you man. I was supposed to talk about Braun and uh, him... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm, sorry about that. Go ahead. I was going to talk about the next thing, but I can go off on that, because the next thing you're going to like hearing about this, too. Go ahead. Sorry about that. That's all right. I'll let it go this time. Uh, I'm a hothead, too, so just like Scotty Steiner. Uh, <laughs> holler if you hear me. Big Papa Pump. Uh, Big Papa GT. No, I don't need no more nickname. <laughs> <laughs> like JD just said, he named off Ten of my nicknames, like another twenty. But yes, well, save that for another show. Yes. Uh, Topio, maybe. Uh, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, Braun's gonna destroy him. Yes. Oh, yes. I would agree. I would definitely agree. And John said it best, and you and uh, you would have to agree too. You might as well call the hospital ahead of time because I mean, Kalisto's gonna be broken into a million pieces all over the. But uh, he's gonna tip over another ambulance. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be nuts tonight. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I, I'll be interested to see what he does tonight, Howard, because, I mean, after what happened last week with the ring imploding and what he did with Roman the week before, I shudder to think what he's going to do to Kalisto tonight. I really do. But it is it is going to be very, very intense, no doubt about it. 
Uh, one other thing I'll ask you, and I know you're really, really, I know MLB is excited about this, but I get your opinion too. Uh, supposedly we have heard the scuttlebutt, and it could happen as early as tomorrow night. Uh, a miracle of sorts is coming to SmackDown in the form of Mr. Mike Bennett and his lovely, beautiful, sexy wife, Maria. What is your take about Maria and uh, the miracle coming to SmackDown maybe as early as tomorrow night? It better happen, and it's about fucking time, I'd say. I want a miracle. Yeah, I think we all want a miracle, and and I think he'll do just fine there. I mean, I said over the last week or so, we've all said that, I mean, you, me, MLD, everyone's talked about it. I mean, I could see him getting into a program right away with possibly a guy like AJ, maybe Nakamura. Uh, Ty Dillinger's another guy to be thrown out, however. And I'll tell you what, I've said this about Ty Dillinger, or excuse yeah, Ty Dillinger and Nakamura. Uh, especially Nakamura, I hope this week, and I hope WWE is listening to the sound of my voice, and I know they don't, but if they are, they better start listening to our voices here. It is time to start putting Nakamura in feature matches, not in any more dark matches. I mean, you've done this for two weeks now. It's time this week, however, mind you, that you put him on the main show. No more dark matches with Dolph. No more dark matches with Miz. Time to feature him that you have featured him many times over. On NXT. If you keep putting him in dark matches, you're going to keep pissing off every fan imaginable. You really, really are. That's what I think. Would you agree there, Gerard? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Okay. Uh, now we're going to hear what John has to say as far as Sunday and Monday goes. And when we are done with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give you our early thoughts, teller, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the upcoming payback show, which, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, is this coming Sunday live from the SAP Center in Silicon Valley, USA, San Jose, California. So, John, let us go now to Sunday. What do we got as far as Sunday goes? 38 years ago today in Greensboro, North Carolina, Paul Jones and Ricky Steamboat beat the masked superstar in Ken Patera to win the vacated NWA World Tag Team Championship. Yes, and we know the masked superstar, of course, turned out to be uh, one of the demolition members, a member who was born in my uh, home state of Pennsylvania, in the city of Brownsville, less than 45 minutes away. Of course, Bill Eady, better known to you as Demolition Member X. 29 years ago today in Greenfair, North Carolina, Sting and Lex Luger defeated Tony Blanchard and Arn Anderson to win the JCS Jim Crockett Sr. Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. Hmm, interesting. 27 years ago today in Austin, Texas, Mr. Perfect beat Tito Santana in the tournament final to win the vacated WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yes, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, of them all. Twelve years ago today, WWE through a press release reveals for the first time just exactly how much they bought WCW for back in 2001. 6.6 million. Jeez. Eleven years ago today, CWInsider.com reported that WWE would bring back the ECW brand and have any contacts in former ECW to work for the brand. Huh. Among those contacted were the Sandman, Claus Mahoney, and Francine. No decision at the time was made on how the company would be brought back, though they were talking in a September return. ECW would return just two months after the news first broke, just two days after their ECW one-night stand pay-per-view. Huh. Interesting. Ten years ago today, on Raw from London, England, and one of the best matches ever in WWE history on Monday Night Raw, Shawn Michaels and John Cena went nearly an hour 
That's right. I do recall that, yes. And it was voted fourth best match of the wrestling of the year by Wrestling Observer. That's right, yes. Hard to believe that Raw's going to be 25 years next year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. Five years ago today on Raw from Detroit, Michigan, Nikki Bella beat Beth Phoenix in a Lumberjill match to win the WWE Divas Championship. Huh. The win made the Bellas the first sisters to hold the Divas Championship. Unfortunately, today would have been the 56th birthday of Terry Ray Gordy Sr., one of the three birds. Yes. Or simply Terry Gordy. Yes. And of course, uh, like I said, Howard, that's why now we're going to switch off the Freebird Fantasian name, Howard. In this case, we're going to give you now the Buddy Jack Roberts moniker, and we're going to give GTS Bam Bam GTS Smith today in honor of Terry Gordy. Continue. And we do have a birthday today. Yes. John Cena turns yes. 40 years no. old. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah, unfortunately, Nikki, unfortunately, kicked out of two because she was grossed out when John Cena cut the cheese in that video last week on the Bell Twins website. Also, guys, I understand you're going to like this. It's Mr. USA Tony Atlas's 63rd birthday, believe it or not. So happy birthday to a great legend and a great tag team competitor in Mr. Atlas. Even though I know Gerard does not like John Cena, and most of us have mixed opinions about John Cena, however, despite his charity work, which is very contributable, by the way, however, no doubt about it, we like to say, as much as it pains me, however, he now turns the same age I'm at, the big 4-0. So, uh, John and Mr. Atlas, happy birthday here from all of us here at Raw Radio, for some of us anyway. Okay, let's go to Monday. What do we got as far as Monday goes? <laughs> Remember his retarded laugh when... Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that gimmick wasn't that great when he did that whole thing with uh, Henry and Abraham Washington, but you've got to admit, and Gerard probably remembers this too, and I know Gerard will remember this, and I want to get his opinion before I get your opinion, John. I know you already gave us your opinion about Say what now? No, I was going to get your opinion about Tony Atlas. Uh, what do you remember most about Mr. USA, Tony Atlas? Uh, His laugh? No. Um... Oh, he was great. He was uh, one of the great superstars back in the 80s. Yes, he was. I mean, he had a great teammate in Rocky Johnson, as we all recall. I mean, they were known as the Soul Patrol. Uh, they had some great battles. I remember Dick Murdoch and uh, Adrian Adonis. Uh, I can remember when they won the titles from the Samoans. That was a great match, I remember. That was on, uh, I think that was the All-American Wrestling Show, that match there. That was in the... Uh, when they did that match, I think that was either in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is about five hours from me, or it was over in Philadelphia by our good friend, the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, sometime. Which, by the way, guys, and I know Gerard is going to be super, super upset to hear this, but when we, if we get Greg back on the line, when we get him back on the line, we're going to have to get his opinion here on this too, guys. Apparently, our good friend, the Big Diesel, over the weekend, however, met Hall and Nash, the Outsiders, believe it or not, some benefit over in Philadelphia, he told me. And I don't know if he posted pictures yet or not, but apparently he met them he over the weekend. Pictures of Eric Bischoff and Maven and uh, yeah, I saw yeah, that. He never posted no pictures of uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, but he just I'll, met. I'll, I'll, he, told I'll, me I'll, he met Scott Hall and he was a great guy. That's awesome. Yeah, 
I'll, I'll ask. I'll I'll get on him about that about the pitchers with Hall and Nash. Hopefully, he can post that. But yeah, I did see the pitchers. Great pitch for him and Bischoff, though. Yeah, I did see the one of him and Bischoff. And John, if you haven't seen, it, you definitely got to check it out. It's pretty sweet. And speaking of sweet, folks, Gerard just put this up in Top Hill today, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to check it out, Howard, it's a good group shot of Bischoff, Hall, X Pac, and Kevin Nash. I love it. And that was from the same show, I believe. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Well, four, the Fab Four, if you will. Looking good. Looking real good. Yes. Original, well, almost original NWO. Yes, you are. No doubt about it. You are. There's no doubt about it. You are, sir. And like I said, I love it. It is It is a very good picture. No doubt about it. And I like it. And like I said, I will get on Greg about that. But uh, that's cool. He got to meet those guys this weekend. No doubt about it. How I, and, I mean, I originally thought he was going to be going to the Raw show. Uh, back at the end of March, however, less than a month ago, when uh, Raw was in Philadelphia right before WrestleMania, but he did tell me, and I think he did kind of mention to me, I think it was uh, sometime, I don't remember, it was like a week ago or two weeks ago, I think the next time that they come, however, that uh, they come to Pittsburgh, I meant to say Philadelphia, I think he will uh, definitely, I'm sure, attend that show. And like I said, they don't come back here to Pittsburgh Till July, John. I know they're coming to your neck of the woods at the same time, Gerard. I think they're going to be up in Toronto again in your neck of the woods. I think sometime in mid June, I would say late May, early June. That sounds right to me. So I wouldn't be surprised if they get another show up there at the ACC, Howard, because Toronto is always a big market for them, and it has been a big market over the years. Uh, of course, going back to the days of Maple Leaf Wrestling, which, by the way, folks, you can check out on YouTube, Power, and it is pretty cool, cool watching some of those old Maple Leaf Wrestling shows, if you ask me. So be sure to check them out. Uh, okay, John, sorry about that. Let's go now to Monday before we get into our big, big story of the day. 34 years ago today, Hulk Hogan's officially stripped of the AWA World Heavyweight Championship and his winning race from the record book. That was the matchup that was uh, at Super Sunday, wasn't it, in uh, Minneapolis? No. Okay. That was when the announcement from AWA president Stanley Blackburn comes five days after a match in which Hogan used an illegal object on Bockwinkle to win the title. This what? came moments, moments after Bockwinkle's manager, Bobby Heenan, hit Hogan with that same object. Well, let me ask you guys something. I'm talking about, just stop there for a minute. Let me ask you guys both this question. I'll start with Gerard on this one. I mean, we know about the history of Hogan in the old AWA territory. I mean, there was a lot of matches that Hogan and Balkwinkle had, obviously, 82 and 83. And I remember, I imagine most of us watched him over the years in classic videos and on DVD form. But do you think, and I'm going to ask Gerard this question for us, and then um, I'll pass it off to you, John. Do you think, however, at that time when Hogan was in the AWA, however, despite the fact that Bockwinkle was a great heel champion, and he was a fantastic heel, no doubt about it, one of my top faves of all time, still one of my faves of all time, do you think that Hogan all along should have won the AWA title from Bockwinkle uh, at that time? Or do you think, however, they were just waiting for the right time to spring it upon him? And by that I mean... When Hogan finally got his hands on the belt, how they were just waiting to put the nails in his, uh, let's just screw him in general, and that way he'd go back to WWE and become the Hulkamaniac that he was. And by that I mean, do you think, however, he should have just continued to lose the Bockwinkle the way he was losing, however, and then won the title back in the WWE? I mean, what's your take? Yes, I agree. John, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, me too. 
I would say that's unanimous. Yeah, I would agree too. Even though he had some great battles with Bachwinkle, I would agree. I mean, he definitely did, no doubt about. But the times, however, like I said, I mean, there's a lot of people say, however, that when that happened in the AWA, however, uh, at the time, however, that Vern Gagne and him never got along. And I mean, if you watch the Spectacular Legacy, the AWA DVD, it, it is told in quite detail, however, that him and Vern really kind of never saw eye to eye. And there are times that people thought they saw eye to eye. But really, there was a lot of uh, tension between uh, Hogan and, uh, like I said, Vern, especially with the way Bobby Heenan was and the way Nick was. I mean, they all were, like, close enough, however, but at the time, Hogan just felt that he was always being undercut. He never got the fair shake he got. And when Hogan went to Japan for a few weeks, I remember even Hogan talks about this on the AWA DVD, however, that when he went to Japan, that's when Vern started selling some of Hogan's shirts, however, and the Hulkamania merchandise came out, and that Vern never gave him his proper split. You know, I mean, he thought that he should have gotten money from Vern Howard for all the stuff he sold, and Vern never gave him any one cent. And that's why I think Vern Gagne, I mean, some people have mixed emotions about Vern. Some people say he was a good promoter, a great champion, and a decent businessman. Others still had uh, kind of different thoughts about him overall. So, go figure. Okay, go ahead, John. Sorry about that. 33 years ago today, AWA presented Super Sunday from the St. Paul Civic Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. This is the one I was talking about now. Go ahead. Nick Falkwinkle beat Hulk Hogan by DQ to retain the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Thirteen years ago today, Ken Patera returned to the WWE after serving two years in prison for breaking the window of a McDonald's and assaulting a police officer. Y'all want to know why? I think they ran out of Big Mac. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm still here. 28 years ago today, NJPW debuted in the Tokyo Dome with Superpowers Clash. The event, drawn around 440,000 fans, featured a tournament for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Big Van Vader beat Shinya Hashimoto to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Lucez was the special referee. I'll talk about him later. Vader also defeated former champions Tatsumi Fujinami and Masaharu Chono in the tournament. Jushin Thunder Liger, Liger also made his debut at the show, defeating Kuniki Kobayashi. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. 27 years ago today on WWE television, taping in San Antonio, Texas, Rick Martell and Roddy Piper fought to a double DQ in a WWE Intercontinental Championship Tournament semifinal match. And uh, before we go on to anything else, John, I see we have a caller from Western Pennsylvania. I'm not sure who this is. We'll have to bring him in on the line with us right now. Western PA, you're on with Gerard T. Smith, uh, John Grossi, and Suplex Machine, and the Iceman. Who's this, and what is your name? Where are you calling from? This is the Fonz, man, the 2017 Hall of Famer over here. <laughs> okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, returning to the line, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming them back, however, after a three-week sabbatical, ladies and gentlemen, 
We did not know he was going to call in today, but he is back with us, ladies and gentlemen. How are It is the Heartbreak Kid. How are ladies and gentlemen? Returning to Raw Radio here for just a little while, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome back to the line, ladies and gentlemen, our Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen, the Shawn Michaels of the group, ladies and gentlemen. It is Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome back to Raw Radio. we got John, myself, and Gerard on here today on historic episode number 90. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, Fonzie. How you doing? I'm good. How about yeah. yourself? Uh, I'm getting them out of here Wednesday, first thing in the morning. All right, excellent. Good to hear. Good to hear. So hopefully, yeah. by, hopefully by next Monday, however, for the first day of Monday, we will have you back on full time with us. We are going to be talking, of course, here this afternoon, of course, here about payback predictions. Of course, I'll get your payback predictions off the line later on this week, however. But uh, John is uh, letting us know about some great birthdays and dates we've had so far. So we've had a lot to dive into so far here uh, this afternoon. So, uh, John, please continue. 27 years ago today at the WWE TV station in San Antonio, Texas, Rick Martell and Roddy Roddy Piper fought to a double DQ in a WWE Intercontinental Championship Tournament semifinal match. The double elimination makes the other semifinal, Mr. Perfect versus Tito Santana. The final match, interesting, Cork. The semifinal turn final was actually taped the previous night. Yes. 23 years ago in 1994, Ric Flair defeated Ricky Steamboat to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And I believe that was in Chicago at Spring Stampede. Am I correct on that one? Yes. I thought so. Okay. 17 years ago from Rochester, New York, DDP beat Jeff Jarrett in a steel cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Interesting. 12 years ago, TNA, TNA presented live films from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando, and that would turn out to be the final match for Chris Candido. Yes, which is very sad, unfortunately. He suffered a dislocated ankle, broken tibia, and broken fibula after taking a drop kick and landing on his leg awkwardly. Oof. Ouch. He had an operation on his ankle. Place, screws, and pins were placed in his ankle. Yes. Three days after the surgery, he collapsed and was rushed to the hospital where he died due to a blood clot from the surgery. And I believe he was uh, 35, 36, if I remember correctly, something like that. I think he was in his 30s. I'm not sure. Yes, that sounds right to me. Yes. All right. Eleven years ago today, WWE and Brock Lesnar settled a lawsuit brought on by Lesnar. Yes. Seven years ago, Dave Bautista's contract was set to run out with WWE, and his exit was imminent. Yes. Yeah, Batista was cast for the lead role in Killing Karma, later renamed Inside Out, and recast with Triple H in the lead. And that's a shame because, I mean, look at Batista. Well, I wouldn't say it's a shame because look at Batista now. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And already uh, he was on Kimmel last week, and I guess Kimmel asked him, will he ever return to wrestling? Will he come back to wrestling? I think Batista says at this point in time he has no interest of returning. And today would have, unfortunately, today would have been the 101st birthday of Lou Fett. Yes, one of the greatest legends of all time. And also, folks, 
today, however, is Yuji Nagata, former Japanese WCW wrestler, turning 49 years old yes. as well. All right, gentlemen, I'll be right back. Gotta take my lunch break. All right, well, it's on steps out, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give you the number one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three ten four four. This is episode number nine, ladies and gentlemen, with GTS Gerard T. Smith, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and back on the line with us after a couple weeks of a sabbatical. However, due to the personal issue, however, the heartbreak hit himself. Fonzie, of course, Fonzie will be back with us hopefully full time in the saddle. However, next week, however, as he's back after a three week layoff due to a personal issue, gentlemen, uh, while John is out, I'm going to get your early take, and I'll start with you first, there, Gerard. Uh, this Sunday we got payback coming up on the WWE now. We've got seven matches already on the card. Uh, from top to bottom, uh, your thoughts about the lineup this coming Sunday? Uh, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would definitely agree. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What's your uh, take of the card so far on Sunday? We'll uh, be looking at the matches and break it down individually however, here in just a few minutes. But so far, seven matches have been listed for Sunday. What's your take? I don't know who's in the matches. Well, we'll tell you about it, but I'm just saying we've got seven matches listed. I mean, what's your take that they have seven matches this Sunday, on the card this Sunday? I thought it would be a little bit more than seven. Well, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be. We'll probably have another match or two going on the pre-show tonight, I'm sure, down out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll definitely be looking at it very carefully. Yeah. So let's get into the matches right now. While John has stepped out, we'll get John's predictions as well. And coming up in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you right now, I've heard confirmation how our... Uh, I'm sure, Fonzie, you can go back and listen later on, however, uh, to the uh, re-archive, however, when you have to go, it's understandable. But later this afternoon, uh, Gerard, I'm going to put you in charge of this today, however, along with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw and John. It'll be a very special challenge match. The Black Widow herself has challenged the Iceman to a 10-question standoff of the best of Cody Rhodes. So Gerard T. Smith will be handling the questions in the moderator chair today. And then, of course, his two colleagues, Mr. John Gross and Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, will be running it with him, however, as it'll be a 10-question standoff to see who knows the best about Cody Rhodes this afternoon, folks. So you might want to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, as I'll be coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to check us out. Of course, King NWO will be doing the moderating from the chair. So, guys, let's take a look at the matches and get everyone's prediction and uh, a breakdown of each match individually, however. And then, of course, we'll get John's predictions as well, and then maybe we'll uh, get our bets in as well. Uh, gentlemen, here's our first match. These matches, again, are no order. However, our first match of the show is going to be Neville taking on Austin Aries. However, for the Cruiserweight title, a rematch from WrestleMania. Gerard, I'll start with you on this one. We saw what happened at WrestleMania. What happens this time between the two Cruiserweights of Neville and Aries? Well, I usually do my predictions on Sunday. I understand. We can do them here, too. No problem, however. We're just doing them for fun today, however. You can give us our early predictions here today, and I'm oh, sure you can say these on Sunday, right, too. I, I guess I can do it. Okay. Um, uh, well, this one's hard. Um, All right, so you're going to go with Austin Aries this time to win the Cruiserweight title. Very interesting there, okay. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. Neville versus Austin Aries. Uh, who wins this time? Austin. You're going to say Austin's going to win this time as well? I would have to agree with you both. Uh, John, are you back with us? 
Yes, I am. Okay, well, we just in time we're here. We were talking about Austin Aries and Neville, the first match of the Payback Show. Uh, who do you like in this match on Sunday? And I'm saying the same thing as you guys were. Okay, so Austin Aries is your pick. Okay. Up next, guys, uh, this is going to be a good match, however. It will be the Samoan Submission Machine taking on the Architect, Seth Rollins. Once again, we go to GTS for his prediction. GTS, who do you got for this one? Who is it? Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe? Yes. Seth fucking Rollins. All right, you're going to take Rollins, and I'll ask you, and I'm going to ask everyone the same question here, too. Do we see... Stephanie and Triple H return here in some way, shape, or form, or do they wait till next Monday night in Sacramento? Depends if their vacation's over or not. That's true. Good point. Very good point. We'll have to wait and see if that happens there, but we'll be watching this very carefully. John, uh, what's your take on uh, Joe and Rollins here on Sunday? I'm saying Seth Rollins. All right. Fonzie, what about you? Samoa Joe and the Architect. And I'm going to say the same as well. What a boy. There you go. And once again, guys, it's unanimous. So once again, all four of us on the board got Seth Rollins to win this one. All right. Very good, guys. Very, very good. This next one might have everyone uh, a little bit uh, difference of opinion here. Let's go to this one for the U.S. title. The master of the pop-up powerbomb himself from Canada, KO himself, Kevin Owens, taking on Chris Jericho. Who knows, Canadian wrestlers didn't sign up, but the man himself, the Canadian crusher himself, GTS. GTS, what do you got between Owens and Jericho? This one should be a good one. This one's going to be a great one. Yes. But it's going to be my boy, KO Pop-Up Powerbomb. So KO, so, so KO wins. Well, Jericho is taking a little bit of a vacation. Pipe down, Fonzie. Pipe down. Yeah. Jericho is taking a little bit of a vacation, though, Fonzie, but he will be back, we understand. Uh, but He's got to go sing and yeah, do stuff. He's got to do some stuff for a little while. That's right. It's understandable. I would have to agree. I'm going to take KO as much as I want to see Jericho win. I think KO, however, is going to find a way to win here again. John, your thoughts about KO and Jericho? I say the same thing. And Fonzie, I think you're the only one who's different in opinion, even though Jericho is taking a sabbatical. Are you going to still stay with Jericho despite the sabbatical? Hell yeah! All right. <laughs> All right, that's fine. No problem. That's understandable. So three to one there. Okay, that's understandable. Respectable. Again, everyone's opinion is respectable here. All right, guys. Up next, Tower, it is the huggable, winnable Bailey taking on Miss Harley Quinn herself, who really last week kind of made a statement, if you will, in the fatal four-way, Alexa Bliss. Let's go to uh, GTS with his thoughts on the women's match. <laughs> I think you, you all know what I'm going to say here. Yes. Go ahead. It's Miss Bliss. Boom. So Alexa is going to be his choice. John, Bailey versus Alexa. Who do you got in this one? I'll have to agree with my main man, GTS, Miss Bliss. You know what? I'm going to get you. You know what? I hate to disagree with you both, but I'm going to go against you both. I think Bailey's going to find a way to retain here in her hometown. Uh, yeah. I think hey, Bailey's going to find a way to retain here in her hometown. I 
think I know what Fonzie's going to say. Yeah, I think we know what Fonzie's going to say, too. He's listening to this one. But the thing is, the, the reason why, the, well, the thing is, the reason why I say this is, and you guys will back me up on this, I'm sure Fonzie will, too, but I've told Gerard you this, and I've told John this, too. I think right now you're going to keep Bailey champion just a little longer, and I would not be surprised. You can quote me on this now. I think Bailey will win this, but quote me on this. Next Monday night, however, in Sacramento, I think you're going to see Sasha, unless Sasha plays a part here, I think Sasha comes out next Monday, demands a rematch, a rematch with uh, freaking Bailey, and then turns full-blown heel. I think they're waiting for the right time to do that, and I could see that happening next Monday in Sacramento. I think they wait another week with the heel turn with Sasha, unless they do it tonight, however, in Kansas City. But if not, I think a week from tonight, you're going to see Sasha demand, however, one more opportunity against uh, Bailey, and then you're going to see the the big heel turn come. So I think Bailey's going to find a way to uh, squeak by by the skin of her teeth here in this one. So that is my prediction. And uh, Fonzie, I know you're going to probably go with me on this one as well as far as Bailey goes, correct? Yep. All right. So far, so good, guys. We've got some good ones here this afternoon. Okay. Up next, however, for the Raw Tag Team titles, this is going to be a good one, guys. Matt and Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, GTS, let's go to you first with your predictions on this one. The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys find a way to uh, win. Okay, John, what about you? The League! The League! The League! The League! The League! All right. Well, we know where John's going there. Okay, very good. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. Who do you like in this one? The Hardy Boys. And you know what? You three can take the Hardys, but I'm going to go with Sheamus and Cesaro. I think a heel turn's coming here, too, guys. I think Sheamus and Cesaro have been teasing it the last couple weeks. We saw a little bit of attention last week, how it started to get that way a little bit last week, how I think it the comes The Hardys are only holding on to the belts of the club with it back anyway, so and that seems they're going to be happening sooner than later. I th- well, I agree, but I also think, how and Gerard will back me on this, too, and I'm sure John will as well. If it hadn't been for Dash Tower getting hurt in the Revival, the Revival would be up there right now. I think Sheamus and Cesaro hold the titles for a few months, and then I think down the road, either at uh, possibly in the June pay-per-view, however, or maybe even in July, however, I think you're going to see a big tag team matchup between Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Revival. I think right now Sheamus and Cesaro hold the titles till the first part of June, depending on how fast... Uh, the recovery is for Dash, even though he's going to miss two months of action, he uh, gets back quicker than sooner than ever. And I'm not saying he's going to push it back. I want the soon. club to win first, and then Revival could have a good run. Oh, okay. So you're going to go. You're, see, I, I was thinking the exact opposite as you see. I thought the club would go number two first, second, and then the Revival go first. But again, oh, you unless unless they start up a, a club, uh, well, they're already in the club, but I mean a right. bigger club. Add uh, Finn Balor. And right. some other people to the club. Sure, and sure. And then maybe they just wreak havoc. Right, and, and, and I was just going to say that too. You're exactly right. If Unless they put Finn Balor in, you're right, and then they add another person or two into the thing for the time being until the Revival have their time, I would agree. But if not, if they go the exact opposite way I said it too, I mean, you would bring up a very good point. Everyone's bringing up a good point, especially you, Gerard. You bring up a good point there. If they go with that first, I could see that happening. But if not, I can see the Revival go first, and then, then they'll hook it in with, uh, like I said, the club, and then they'll set up a big matchup where the club could win. But we'll see, guys. I mean, there's still I mean, a lot of time left this year. I mean, hell, we're almost into May already, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks and months ahead. And finally, guys, we go to the big main event, the House of Horrors matches. Everyone is talking about this one. Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. 
Uh, Gerard, uh, we've seen what Randy Orton has done since winning the title, but right now I have a funny feeling something's going to happen in this one. This is going to be another one. This is too tough to call. I know MLD is going to hate me when I say this because you're going to be surprised with my prediction here, guys, but uh, I'll go to you first. Again. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did we forget Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns? I forgot to add that. I'm going to come back to that in a second. However, that's going to be the last match on the card. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt come first before Roman and Braun. We'll talk about that in a second. So uh, let's go to Randy and Bray. But I, thank you, John. I was just going to bring it up that next hour. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second, however. But let's go to Ra- let's go to Randy and Bray first. This is this is more important right now than Roman and Braun. So GTS, go ahead. Uh, Randy and Bray, who's your prediction? Randy Orton. All right, John. What about you? Yeah, I'll say the same. Fonzie, what about you? Okay, baby. Well, as I said, guys, I know MLB is going to hate me for doing this, Har. Oh, boo, boo, boo. You're not freaking Bray Wyatt. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I think Bray got screwed this last time, Har. I don't think he was successful. He's going to keep getting screwed because why do you think he's on Raw? Yeah. Being punished. Yeah, but you know what, though, Har? I just, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, Bray held it for yeah, less than he, a But if he wins it, then Brock would have to go to SmackDown. Yeah, that's true. And then if Brock goes to SmackDown, he'll go, he'll just destroy everyone in his path, whether it be AJ, Nakamura, whoever, you know. And that's the way I think I'm, they're setting it up for. I could see it happening. I mean, Randy's, been, don't get me wrong, Randy's a good athlete, but I think. Bray, and I said this even after Bray dropped the title after WrestleMania a couple weeks ago. I think but the, Bray did not hold it for very long. They kind of gave him a little bit of a taste of it, however, and he only held it for a month. And that wasn't well, trust much time. I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan, too, but... Yeah. We'll see. I mean, like I said, but, but I'm going to go out on a limb, guys. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm going balls to the wall with all these predictions. I know. But I'm going to take Bray Wyatt again. I mean, I don't know why, but I'm going with Bray. And, of course, as John mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, that leads us to our final matchup. And, of course, I forgot that match, John. Thank you very much for pointing that out, however. It is going to be Braun Strowman versus the Roman Empire, however. And, of course, we know what's happened in that one over the last few weeks. Once again, I turn it over to GTS, however. Uh, who is your prediction in this one? Uh, Braun. You're gonna go ride the. We're gonna ride with Braun. Okay, very good. John, what about you, Ron, Roman and Braun? Braun. All right. You know what? I'm gonna say Braun too again because I think Braun's just been too powerful. I really do, and we've seen what he's done over the last few weeks. I think Fonzie might be the only odd man out. Maybe you never know. Uh, Fonzie, who's your prediction, Roman or Braun? You know the big is gonna come out and revenge him. Yeah. Uh, nah, he's going to interfere, so I'm going to pick Roman Reigns. All right. Disqualification by Big Show. Okay. Braun. So Big Show uh, costs Roman the match by DQ, and Braun wins. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Very good predictions all around, guys. I mean, you guys all came around with some very, very good predictions, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, so before hey, we... I gotta run. Let me pick my prediction for main event in Raw Raiders. Please do. Go ahead. Um, I want to see uh, who's on Raw. Where's Sasha Banks, the boss? She went to. No, she's Night still on. No, she's still on Raw, and they're in Kansas what? City tonight. Oh, okay. So uh, I heard that the Brock Lesnar 
or Goldberg might be in the same building together. Is that true? I have not heard that. That's news to me. Well, okay, whatever. But I have a feeling that we're going to see a women's match for the All title. Right. All right. I think it's going to be Bailey mm-hmm. putting up her title against maybe the boss or mm-hmm. Nia Jax. All right. And what is your number? Uh, 2.2. 2.2? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll check All back. Right. Hey, I'll see. I'll be back in the full time next week. All so right. Keep your prayers and thoughts for me, and uh, I'll see. I'll hear from you guys uh, first time, and then I'll go out wow from three to five. So. All right. We'll check back in with you next Monday. I'll talk to you later tonight. However. All righty. I'll see you guys. All right. See you later. All right. Bye bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie giving us his early raw prediction and range. Of course, uh, of course, he is still recovering from his uh, little surgery, of course, uh, that he had on his ankle a few weeks ago. He is uh, slowly getting back into the swing of things. He will be back with us uh, full-time next week. He came on for just a little bit here today to fill in some time, so we do want to thank him for coming on the line here this afternoon. Uh, before we go into anything else, I'm going to ask anyone, John and uh, Fonzie, not Fonzie, John and GTS, uh, I'll start with GTS this time again. Uh, does anyone want to make a small bet or two here, however, as far as the big matches on Sunday go? Uh, GTS, we'll start with you. No. And John, what about you? No. And you know what? I'm not going to make any bets either right now, so uh, there you go, folks. But I'm sure we'll have some bets later in this week uh, at some point here on Sunday. Uh, guys, I do want to ask you one thing, Howard, and I didn't bring this up to John, uh, Fonzie, but I want to ask you your opinions both, Howard, and I'll start again with GTS. We saw over the weekend Lana debut a new gimmick, apparently, where she's playing a stripper. I don't know if you guys seen the video yet. Or not. It's kind of a unique video. Uh, that being said... Uh, Gerard, what are your thoughts about Lana's new gimmick if you've had a chance to see it? And if you have, uh, could you weigh in with your thoughts, please? I haven't, but uh, I'd say why not? Uh-huh. I dig it. Yes, certainly. It's it's very unique, i got to say. I've had a chance to see it myself. And like I said, it is pretty interesting, let's just say. I mean, it just seems like she uh, comes out of the – she's like basically on a stripper pole. She's – Dancing up a storm. We know uh, we've seen the video, of course, over the past few weeks, however, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of her uh, basically uh, giving her, I can't say it, why am I tongue-tied right now? I can't remember, but uh, she just basically has found a way to uh, show uh, more of her uh, goodies, let's just say, if you want to know what I'm saying. Uh, John, I don't know if you've had a chance to see the video yet either, but if not, how? What are your take? what's your take on Lana's new gimmick? Um... I think it's an okay gimmick. Mm-hmm. Certainly. 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 And we want to acknowledge that Guest 5 is now logged into the chat. Guest 5, welcome to the show. you got GTS, myself, you got John, the Human Suplex Machine, you got and of course, you got the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo here. Uh, we're glad you could join us here this afternoon. If you have any questions or any comments, please feel free to leave a comment or two or give us a call here in the chat uh, line, one seven two four. 444-7044, caller ID 138744-POUND here. This is the 90th episode here of Raw Radio. Uh, some other news, uh, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, uh, um, hold on a second here, guys. Uh, uh, Guest 5 is asking about the Lana gaming. Uh, and he's asking... Uh, wondering who the, um, like I said, who the, 
girl was, how are doing the gimmick, how are I said it's not a stripper, it is actually the WWE diva Lana, married to Rusev, if you will, from Total Divas, of course, and of course, as you know, Total Divas. Okay, I got a question then, so Lana's going to do this until Rusev gets back, but then she's going to wrestle, right? Supposedly, she's taking wrestling in, also getting into training down uh, there in uh, NXT, yes, that is correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens when Rusev gets back? Good question. That is a very, very good question. I don't know. I mean, personally, I think they got to have a big... I mean, I like to see Rusev get into a program, like I said, with some of these guys like Nakamura, AJ, uh, Randy. I think that's the way they're going with them. At least I oh, think... Okay, this- but that's not really what I meant. But I meant, yeah. are they going to be... a like a team, or are they going to go separate? Separate. I've heard separate, but again, I mean, we'll see. I mean, they haven't actually come out and said full force that they have actually really said it. But, I mean, I hope they don't split them up because I don't think they should split them up personally. But, again, we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, they're debating that right now. I think there's a lot of questions that still need to be answered about that. I mean, I think Rusev's due back this week or in the next week or so after being out for quite some time due to that injury and surgery he had. He's supposed to be out only a month or two, and I think he's almost ready to come back at some point. The question is, when will he be back, when will he return, and who will he feud with? I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But I do see him coming back in the next week or two. I think that's the plan they're shooting for right now. At least that's what I think. Again, I don't know if that's been if that's been confirmed yet to us or not. If he will return this week or next week, but we're definitely going to be watching this very very carefully. Excuse me. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, I just see someone walking in. However, that creeped and crawled its way in. Gerard actually saw it out of the corner of my eye before I did. And Gerard can maybe tell us who has just creeped and crawled in right now. Gerard, I think you know who's creeped and crawled its way in. Gerard, are you there, sir? Hey, yes. This is awesome. I've never introduced my best friend forever on this show ever. Did I say ever? Yes. But now JD's going to let me introduce on one side it says Cody Rhodes. This American <laughs> dream. Baby. Yes. And on the other side, it says TBWBWA, the black widow bitch with attitude. And yes, folks, it is the one half of the six person women's tag team champions. She is Charlotte Flair's favorite uh, diva, if you will. And yes, folks, she is, as I said, the six person women's tag team champion, if you will, from Palmyra, Virginia, not that far from John's area, Front Row, Virginia. Let's welcome her in, Miss Cavalier herself. She is also a co host of the Madness Kingdom. She is also a part of Talk Peel and, yes, the Wrestling Debate. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. She has three simple initials MLD, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, how are you on this fine Monday today? Um. If it rains anymore, I'm going to need a canoe or Noah's Ark to get the hell out of here. Oof. That's not promising because, I mean, I'm sure we'll get it here tonight or tomorrow, but uh, try to keep it away from us. All, all you need is a speedboat, a good captain, and six beers. 
Sorry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't have said that any better. You're exactly right. Good call there, Gerard. Well, we're good. Glad you're hanging in there, Michelle. Hopefully uh, you won't drown for us today, but uh, we've had a lot to talk about here this afternoon. We already went over a little bit of our early predictions for payback this Sunday. We also talked about some of the news going on today, and we want to get your thoughts in before we get into um, the big uh, event of the day, which Gerard will be hosting today as our moderator and quiz master, if you will. Uh, of course, we talked about Scott Steiner earlier today, of course, debuting on uh, TNA over the weekend. However, we also talked about the miracle Mike Bennett, and we also talked, and Maria, we also talked about Kalisto and Braun Strowman in the big dumpster match tonight. Uh, so, Michelle, if you want to share your thoughts on some of those and uh, anything else uh, before we get into our big challenge match, please, the floor is yours now. Well, I read the article about Scott Steiner had come back to TNA and told Gerard, and we were both like, holy shit, because, you know, I mean, like, talk about someone from the, you know, freaking, uh, yeah, I so just lost my NWO? Brain. Yeah, and, like, from the, you know, Attitude Era, yes. pretty much. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with him, mm-hmm. honestly. I, it, it sounds like he's, uh... He's backing up Josh Matthews. I don't know. To me, mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. That would be a great. That would be a great team right there. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Two two assholes, I mean, two hotheads. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, kudos to Scott Steiner. You know, I mean, he still is. You know, wanting to get it back into this, and you yeah. know, I mean, this could be his last know. run. Yeah, it could. It could be, yeah. Uh, Mike and Maria Bennett, uh, like I said, once they debut, everybody will hear me. Uh, Kalisto and Braun, that's just freaking stupid. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I mean, how big of a damn death wish do you got? Because uh-huh. he's got one, obviously, to to pull this shit and want to have this match against him tonight. It's stupid. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. No question about Committing it. Committing career suicide. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so you're right, John. You're right. I agree with you. You're definitely right. Get the ambulance ready because Braun's going to tip it over again. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. But get this the- time, don't get the predictions ready. We're not firing Braun, you dummies. Yeah. Well, we're going to see, guys. It is it is going to be a wild night in Kansas City. No doubt about it, folks. It is going to be, however, mind you, however. And uh, we'll have to wait and see, however, obviously, however, mind you, however. So uh, with that said, folks, we are now ready for what should be an exciting afternoon. And hopefully we will be expecting Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw as well as part of the quiz master ceremonies as well. But in the meantime, we're going to let the king himself, Gerard T. Smith, however, introduce the competitors and tell us what we are playing for today. So, GTS, I now turn over the game show host duties to you and give us the proper introduction, please. All righty then. This is for Schedule for One Fall <laughs> for the Cody Rhodes American Nightmare title. Yes. In corner one, hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Katie the Iceman. 
And in the other corner, hailing from parts unknown, is the black <laughs> little bitch. Parts unknown. <laughs> it's good. Or Virginia, whatever you want. <laughs> oh, God. That's, That's great. Hilarious. That is good. Oh, All right, George. All right. All right. Don, you got the first question? Oh, yes. I'm going to ask Don if he has the first question fired Don, you and Gerard will be taking turns, however, asking questions. Uh, Gerard, you can keep score if you wish, so by all means, I'll let you do that. Oh, hold on. i got to well, get a paper and pen. All right. While we're doing that, I'll let him mark that in. Out. Okay. That's fine. That might be a challenge, but hold on. No problem. There's got to be a paper here somewhere. Hold on. No, I wrote on all those. Wait, wait. Just wait. Take your time. got to be something. Uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry. That's that slipped. Right. right on. I could write on the wall, I guess. And while Gerard's doing that, just let you know, while Gerard's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, just let you know real quick that Michelle, uh, Fonzie did come online for a few minutes for us. He says that he will be back in the saddle with us next week. He told me to tell you earlier in the day, however, before the show began, uh, hello to you and hope everyone's doing well, and he will be back with us next Monday. He's still still hanging in there with his uh, procedure. He had, uh, I believe he said he's coming home Wednesday. So uh, he's still taking it easy from the uh, injury he suffered a few weeks ago. All right. By gosh, I found some paper and pen. I know it's pretty uh, remarkable. By gosh, I got it. (laughs) By gosh, I got it. By I've got it. All right. So we are ready to go, as you would expect, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, as we said, this is a 10-question affair. So, John, the question number one goes to you again we will rotate between you both, however. You can also determine you both, however, at one point during the 10-question standoff, how many points that each question is worth as well. Gerard will keep score and then tell us the winner after it's all said and done. So that is, I think, good enough for um, us. Hold good. on one second. I'll be right back. Okay. We'll wait till MLD gets back. But, uh, John, you can tell us right now, first off, how about... Michelle's on, then tell us when she returns also how much the first question is worth. How much will question number one be worth? First question is worth $100 million. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> good good, good one, though. I like it, though. Uh, 500 That's not what? good enough. What? 500 no. Try again. No, no, no. Try again. Uh, five, five All right, so five-pointer right out of the gate. Okay, so... Five points are up for MLD and myself. Okay. And as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to join Gerard and myself, however, for a very special edition of Wrestling You Visited tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. However, beginning at 7 p.m., we'll be back in the $100 million, guys. I was making a joke. Oh, I know. We know that. And, of course, that gets underway at 7 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. The caller. What, are you Dr. Evil now, or what? Yeah, he thinks he's Dr. Evil. Uh-huh. One billion dollars. <laughs> I might have to. I was just watching that early this morning, believe it. Or not. I was on one of the. Back yeah. in the sixties, we don't we don't even know what a billion dollars is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I did see, however, it's. I mean, I did hear. I don't know if you. Well, we already talked about it on Saturday, and I mentioned here, folks. Uh, obviously, the big story, of course, in the world of entertainment, however. 
as MLB is will be back online momentarily in just a few seconds. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, however, we understand that over the weekend, however, Aaron Moran, best known to you all as Joni Cunningham for the TV show Happy Days, passed away apparently due to stage 4 cancer, believe it or not. Apparently, they thought it was drug-related or something else. Apparently, no illegal narcotics have been found whatsoever. They did say, however, she did, however, die apparently of stage 4 cancer at the age of 58 on Saturday. So uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Moran's family and friends tonight, however, and uh, we say goodbye to a true TV uh, beauty icon in the form of Joni Cunningham, a.k.a. Aaron Moran, who I believe will be uh, buried later this week. Of course, she was only 58 at the time. Uh, let's see if MLD has returned to the line now. MLD, are you back with us now? Okay, she is still out and about, so we will definitely be coming back to her in a few minutes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I want to send out a special congratulations to a very good friend of mine and his beloved dog, however, who I've been a fan of for many for quite some time now, Caruso the Celebrity Dachshund, who last night won the Shorty Awards in New York City, however. His mom and dad, of course, and uh, their uh, beloved pup, however, won uh, Best uh, Overall uh, Web Video of the Year, however, for his uh, achievements. So congratulations to them on behalf of all of us here at Raw Radio. I would like to send a hearty congratulations uh, to Ryan. I have a tough time saying his last name, so let me just say Ryan, Lauren, and, of course, their wonderful dog, Caruso, who took home the top award last night there in New York City. Uh, let's see if uh, MLD is back. MLD, have you returned? Apparently not. And we're still waiting on MLD, so that's fine. Uh, some other things going on, guys. Of course, uh, I did mention earlier, too, Gerard and John, I talked a little bit about this before. Uh, obviously, this is non-wrestling related. Of course, we talked about this earlier today. Uh, we understand that there's some news, however, going off uh as far as the upcoming NFL draft, which will be this Thursday, there's reports now saying that one of the draft picks, known as Jabril Preppers, apparently tested positive for a sample at the Scotland Combine. It says here, however, although he worked at two positions, however, and it says recently he was supposed to be one of the top 25 picks in the lottery. Now it looks like his, uh, it says here, a source told Adam Schefter today that Peppers, who has a history apparently of cramps, however, was not feeling well, however, after flying to Indy from his hometown of San Diego, and he usually drank, however, eight to ten bottles of water, however, uh, during this uh, time, however, and they say, however, now, apparently, he tested positive some type of sample. It was a dilute sample. Uh, I'm not sure what that pertains of, but that being said, I mean, personally, I'm hoping it's nothing bad, but it doesn't seem like it's all that bad. However, the NFL is making a big stink about this, and I have to ask you, Gerard, in your opinion, and I already got John's opinion on this, what do you make of this whole scenario? Well, okay, I hope sure. it turns for the good. Well, I would agree there, too. I would definitely agree there, too. All right, and MLD has now returned. Okay, uh, John just gave us the word uh, there, MLD, that the very first question of the show, however, will be five points. So, uh, John will give us our first question, however, of the day, and it is worth five points. So, uh, John, go right ahead with your first question here of the Cody Rhodes Invitational. All right. Let's go. Um... In July of 2007, yes, Cody Rhodes wrestled his first match on Raw okay. against Randy Orton. True or false? All right. 
And uh, who would you uh, like to uh, ask uh, first? You know what? I'm going to go with Michelle, because ladies go first. All right, MLD. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, JD. No, I was I, I was said that's fine. I'm not objecting at all. I mean, she's, I think it's fair. It's only fair that she goes first. Uh, um, uh, you said 2007. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Uh, oh boy. Uh, just bear with me because we're we're getting poured down on, so no problem. It's kind of hard to fucking concentrate, really. Um. Okay, two thousand seven was Cody and I was gonna say Bennett. Damn it, uh, Orton. <laughs> Force of habit. Um. Uh, I'm going to pass it to JD. Alright, the question was again, John. Please repeat it one more time. So I hear it. True or false? Cody Rhodes wrestled Randy Orton in, in his first match on of uh, 2007. True or false? I will say that is true. Okay. Michelle? Yeah, I am too because now I remember the backstage with Cody and Dusty and Randy introducing himself, and yeah, so yeah. All right, guys, you're correct. All right. And now we go to number two, and number two, the head honcho of the uh, talk shoe organization, however, the man in the chair, however, with Mr. Bigglesworth, GTS. <laughs> Mr. Bigglesworth, what the fuck is that? The cat from Doctor Evil, remember when you had the cat? Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. You get the cat in your lap, okay. however, since you're the moderator. You're oh, okay, okay. I, 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 that. Yeah, I thought it was something else. No, <laughs> no. All right. All right. All right. Um, hold on a second. No problem. Take your time. Gotta get this old mind in there. Just calling my cat. Sorry about that. No problem. Mr. Bigglesworth? No. Loki. <laughs> Loki? What's his name? Yeah. Loki. Loki. I like the name. Loki. That's awesome. Loki. Loki. Oh. L-O-K-I. Oh. I like it. Uh... Sure. Whatever works, I guess. All right. All then. I got me a good question. All right. Uh, hold on. I'm going to write down, you both got five points. I forgot to do that. No problem. Um, all right. This is going to be worth five points. Okay. When did 
Cody debut. And I will give you choices. All right. I'm going to give you A, 2003. B is 2005. And C is 2006. All righty. And who will you start out with this time? Well, I'm going to start with you. All right. I'm going to guess and say 2006. MLD. Hello. Uh, Yeah, 2006. You would both be wrong. No, I'm just joking. You're both right. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. All right. So, there you go. Okay. On to number three. This is 10-10, I believe, right now. Started the perfect 10. The perfect 10, who hopefully will be back in action tomorrow. <coughs> Bless you. No, I was coughing. It wasn't a sneeze. It sounded like a sneeze, but okay. It doesn't matter. We said it was a sneeze, so bless you. Yes. Just take it <laughs> as it is. <laughs> so am I so have I got the third Stir question? Up there on the docket there, buddy. Let's yeah. go. Shoot it. Bang bang. Okay. Alright, okay, okay. Alright, alright, alright. Alright, let's do this. Alright. Cody Rhodes won the tag team title in December of 2007 with Hardcore Holly. Which team did they beat on Raw's 15th anniversary? Deuce and Domino? John Morrison and The Miz? Lance Kane and Trevor Murdoch? Or the or the Highlanders. All right. And, uh, Michelle, I'm going to go with you. You, uh, oh, excuse me. What year again? 2007 again? Yes. Okay, read your choices one more time. Okay. I will read them out as loud as I can. Um... Okay, I'll read them out as loud as I can. I said three, and I, I missed one, but... Okay, okay, okay. John Morrison and Miz, the first one. Uh, Lance Kane, Trevor Murdoch. The Highlanders. Or Deuce and Domino. Is it my turn or JD's? It's your turn. It's your turn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, dirty dirt. Um, 2007 tag team, who they beat to get it? Uh, I'm going to say. Uh. What was the one with Trevor Murdoch? Is that what he said? And Yeah. Who was it? Trevor Murdoch and uh, Cade? Yes. 
that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the okay. Highlanders, and I'm going to say the Highlanders. Unfortunately for JD, he got it wrong. Michelle, you got it right. Nice job, Michelle. <laughs> Darn it. How many points was that work, John? Five points. All right. All right, number four. Yes, yes, it would be me. Let's see, let's see. match will be worth five points, and uh, I know he was trained by a few people, but I'm going to say one person out of this, out of the list of persons he was trained with, in a mix with other people, and you got to pick out the person that he was trained by. There's There was more, but there's only going to be one person out of the list that he was trained by that I'm going to name. Okay. All right. So... We are going to go with A, his father, American Dream. B, we're going to say Roddy Piper. C, we're going to say Glacier. And uh, it's your turn, J.D., right? Yes. All right. I'm going to say Dusty Rhodes was one of them. All righty. <laughs> You're up next. Damn. Scared me. Um. I'm going to say Glacier. Well, you would be right, MLD. No, JD, his father never trained him, but you know who did? Hmm. His brother and Al Snow and Glacier. Ooh, I should have known that. Darn it. And Bruno Sass. Nice. Whoever he is. Nice name. Yeah. Okay, 
Okay. All right, Johnny boy. Swing for the fences. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be swinging. I'll be swinging for the fences at Nats Park here in two more weeks. But um, anyway, Cody Rhodes won the Intercontinental title in August of 2011. Which superstar did he defeat? A. Drew McIntyre. B. Alberta Del Rio. C. Goldust. Or D. Ezekiel Jackson. And uh, Michelle, I'll go. I'll go with you. Uh, uh, say your choices one more time, John. Um. I'll say Drew. Okay, I said Drew McIntyre, Ezekiel Jackson, JCG, or Kane. Two thousand eleven. Yes. Ah. Oh. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think who was the I see. <laughs> um. You said 2011, right, John? Yes. I'm going to pass it to JD. All right. I'm going to take a stab at it. I'm going to say Ezekiel Jackson. Okay. Michelle? <laughs> trying to remember because right, the choices were Drew McIntyre what were the choices again <laughs> Drew McIntyre JPG Kane or, or Ezekiel Jackson I'm. I really don't remember. I, I'm trying to, but for some reason I can't remember this match. Um. Yeah, that's sad. Um, I'm gonna say the same thing because I don't remember the others. Uh, yeah, I don't know the same. I don't know. Okay, so both of you got it right. Oh, okay. Well, well uh, sometimes it works to take a stab at it. Shit, 
Because I knew it wasn't Drew McIntyre. And I yeah. knew it wasn't... Uh, uh, JTG. And JTG definitely didn't seem like that to me. Yeah. Just the, the rest of them didn't make sense, honestly. I don't even think McIntyre... Well, I don't know. All right. Is this the fifth question? I think so. Uh, uh, yes, I believe. John, you just did number four, right? Or was that number five? That was number five. You did five. Okay, so we're at number six. We're at six. That was... No, 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 no. Wait, no, hold on. Wait a minute. That that was number four. Okay, so yeah, we're at five now. Yep. You're right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All then. True. (laughs) (laughs) It's false, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, actually, 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 now you got me on something. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. We might be able to do something here. Yes. Oh, no, maybe not. It might be too easy. Well, yeah, okay, why not? Fuck it, we'll do it. This is for five points, and this is a true or false question. All right. Has Cody Rhodes was ever WWE Tag Team Champion with Drew McIntyre? Ooh. Hmm. Who's up? I forget who's up. Uh... Who went last last? MLB, you went first last time, right? No, uh, yeah, but I mean, I passed it to you, so. Yeah, we'll go back to you then. Um, I'm gonna take a stab at it. I'm gonna say it was true. You know what? I'm gonna say it's false. Well, you'd be wrong, because it was true, J.D. Ah, dang. Very nice. (laughs) Mr. Johnny Boy. 
John, you're yeah. up to seven there, sir. All right, <laughs> number seven. Number seven for me. Yeah. Um, the seven-inning stretch with John. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. He, uh, Cody Rhodes, teamed with Goldust in 2013 to beat the Shield to win the tag team title. Was this true or false? And uh, we'll go with... Who went first? Last. Michelle did. Michelle did. All right, J.D., you'll go first. I'll say true. Michelle? Yep, it's true. All right. Well, it's you got it right. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Both true. You. It's damn true. Yes. God Both of you would get it right. Get her done. And yeah. get her right. Yeah. Don't get her wrong. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Number I know eight. I'm... Well, did they get it right? Yeah. Yeah, they got it right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Oh, number okay. Eight. Well. Number eight. Yeah. Yeah, because that all started with the big show knocking Dusty out. Yep. And then the shield interfered, and that's where it went from there. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> they got no balls out there in Stanford. They're pussies. 
See? Yes. <laughs> and you would be wrong. See? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was A, amigo. Very nice. Very nice. All right, we are up to number nine. And before we get to number nine, Gerard will give us a score update. Gerard, what is our score at the moment? Si, si, amigo. Well, J.D., you're getting smoked like a sausage on the barbecue. <laughs> Oof. I feared I would be. It's 40 <laughs> versus 20. Ooh, not good. All righty, then. C, C. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All righty, then. Oh, is it my turn? Uh, you just asked. Oh, it's John's turn. Yeah, John, it goes back to John. Yeah, we're at number yeah, nine. Yeah, it's my turn. Yes, we're at number nine. You get the main event question. Oh, the main event. I was destined for this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number, no- number nine. Has Cody Rhodes ever won money in the bank? True or false? All right. Excuse me. Okay, and I think the first question goes, this one goes to who? Michelle or me? Who went last? JD did. I did, so it's your turn, Michelle. Uh, It's true. It's damn true. And I would agree. Well, you're both wrong. What? What? Has Cody Rhodes ever won a Money in the Bank match? Oh, ever won one? I misunderstood what you said. That's okay. It's all right. All right, we'll just go for zeros for both. In other words, it would be false. But like I said, I misunderstood. Okay. Uh, and now we go to the main event, Tower. Main event. All right. Uh, main event. Main event. We got to think. Good one here. Hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Uh. All right. This one's for ten points. All right. The question is. <clears throat> it is. It is. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that one. Um, the question is, PWA Insider, or whatever it's called, ranked him something in the 500s in the two, or two, <laughs> in the 2012 edition. Now, I'm going to give you choices, so don't worry about that. All right. It's going to be A, was he number 10? B, was he... Uh, let me think. 23 or C? C, C. <laughs> was he 35? Who went first last time? Michelle, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's your turn this time, it's isn't my it? My turn? All right. I'll say B23. It's B23. Well, C, C. You're both right. All right. And the final score is... <laughs> Your new champion of the American roads. Or, no way, I fucked that up. I botched, I botched, <laughs> damn it. The, <laughs> the, ah, shit. Take two. The new champion of the Cody Rhodes American Nightmare is the Black Widow Bitch with Attitude MLB. Good job, Michelle. Well done. Good match. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And what was the final numbers there? I'm, I, I, I shuddered ass, but I know she smoked me pretty good, like a barbecue. She chef. smoked you like an American sausage at a barbecue mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yes, it's fifty to thirty. So she beats me by twenty. Okay. Well, before we continue, guys, I'm gonna ask anyone, and I'm gonna throw it out to you guys. Does anyone want to challenge anyone next week for any trivia? John? No. Gerard, you? You know what? what? I'm going to challenge anybody and everybody to an NWO trivia. No one can beat me. If anybody wants to challenge me, they can. All right. Uh, Michelle, you want to accept that challenge? Hell no. I will uh. not challenge Gerard. Hell no. John, what about you? NWO, anyways. <laughs> John, what about you? You want nope. to take you want to take your You know what? You know what? I swore I would n- I would never take on Gerard in this, but you know what? Gerard, me and you, pal. All right. All right. Do we want to do we want to do we want to do this next? Oh, this Gerard, is interesting. All right, here we go. All right, are we going to do this next Monday? <laughs> All right, are we going to do this next Monday? Is that good for Hell you? yeah. 
Charles, that good for you next yes. Monday? Yes. All right. So, folks, there you have it. Next Monday, right after payback, however, it will be the NWO World Heavyweight title. First, as the King of Kings from Ontario takes on the man from Front Royal, Virginia, John Gross. And, of course, our own King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, will be doing battle for the NWA. Excuse me. The NWO World Heavyweight <laughs> Crown. And, Michelle... If Chad comes on, hopefully, along with Fonzie, and if not, you, myself, and Fonzie will be the moderators, however, of the thing. I will let you be the game show host while Fonzie and I ask questions. So you will be taking over the game show duties next week in Gerard's seat and my seat, usually. So you will be running the game show next week. So there you go, folks. Uh, All right. J.D. Yes. Week after, I give you redemption. So. All right. Uh, what would you like? To, what would you like to challenge me on then in two weeks? I'm game. Let me see. Uh, the miracle, Mike Bennett. I will accept those terms. So, folks, another challenge has been thrown out. However, after the question, and once again, we will put Gerard, however, in the game show chair. That day. So, in two weeks, folks, we have already now heard that the next two weeks are going to be very, very interesting here on Raw Radio. Next week, of course, it will be King NWO Gerard T. Smith taking on John Gross for the NWO World Heavyweight title. And in two weeks, as you just heard here specifically, ladies and gentlemen, however, it will be a challenge between the Black Widow and myself, however, for the Mike Bennett Miracle Heavyweight Championship, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, things are heating up here on Raw Radio. And speaking of heat, with the temperature rising, however, his summer is just around the corner we now go to our raw ratings and predictions as we do each and every monday around this time hour as we close it out and before we do ladies and gentlemen don't forget as i always plug also and i was going to plug it eventually early but i'm going to do it now as we do here at the end of the show don't forget every monday night is john rose however has his raw opinions here on facebook.com g-r-o-h-s ladies and gentlemen at facebook.com tonight he will be definitely talking about the aftermath of what should be a crazy night in the ribeye capital overall kansas city we're going to get raw ratings and predictions in we already heard from fonty with his ratings and predictions we are now going to go over to the king himself before we turn it over to the black widow and give her thoughts about raw ladies and gentlemen so gerard what is our raw rating for tonight and main event prediction in kansas city that's a good question. Uh, it'll be a little bit up from last week, and the main event will be. I put the dumpster match. In the main event because it's so hyped up. I put that in the main event. Okay. Okay, that's very good. Good thinking there. I like your thinking there. All right, uh, MLD, what do you got this week for our Raw rating and main event prediction for the show in Kansas City tonight? (coughs) Well, I mean, uh, hopefully they'll be shit because, you know, I want SmackDown to beat them, but they just don't, yeah. Anyways, um... Uh, what was it last week? 225 last week. They took a little bit of a hit last week, however. Okay, um... Um, 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 I'm gonna keep it the same. Uh I I don't think it's gonna budge. Um, 
if they do, they really have to pull something out of their ass, like no tomorrow, to really make it, you know, step up. Right, um, and this is the go home show before payback too. Yeah, I see. I, I, I don't. I'm not going to make a prediction on the match, but I'm going to make a prediction that something leading towards the main event, and it's not. It's, and I don't. I'm not meaning Braun or anything, but uh-huh, uh-huh. they're going to announce another match for payback. Yes. From something that happens tonight, main event-wise, or during the show. That's going to be my prediction. Oh, okay. Very interesting, very interesting there. Okay, uh, John, let's go to you next. Uh, what is your uh, thoughts about tonight? I think Kalisto and Braun will be the main event. Mm-hmm. And I say they can go up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what number are we looking at? Two to three. Two to three? All right. I'm going to go two four. And I think your main event is going to be a little different than everyone else's. I think tonight you're going to see something involving uh, Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe getting involved. So I'm going to go on record of saying it, however. If Jericho is uh, back tonight, however, I'm going to go on record of saying this. However, I'm going to say it's going to be Seth and Jericho versus KO and Samoa Joe. I think that's going to be your main event, a tag team main event. I think that's the way they should go with it. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting, guys. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are now ready to close up shop here at episode number 90. I do want to thank my colleagues for all coming in today. The Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, of course, the Black Widow herself, MLD, the very extreme warrior, uh, the so-called King of Kings, as I call him, among other nicknames, Gerard T. Smith, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and most of all people, we want to thank you, because every Monday we love to do what we love to do, and that's talk wrestling with you, the fans, and make your Monday afternoons very special. As we take you out tonight, however, we're going to play a little, uh, uh, it's only uh, appropriate that we have a little fever in us, however, with a little dance in our step, however. We played this once before, we're going to play it one more time for you all, since I am such in a good mood today, and it's only fitting for the 70s that we play this retro tune for you all. It's He's a good mood, even though he just got his ass kicked, but that's okay. <laughs> right. Thanks, Michelle. You're right. But we're gonna play a little, we're gonna play a little night fever for you all. We'll be back next Monday. As we said, folks, next Monday's gonna be a great show. Fonzie will be back with us full time again after a few weeks of being laid off. We'll recap payback for you. We'll be talking about payback throughout the week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about everything and anything under the sun again tomorrow night at nine o'clock as Gerard and I will have your news for you. And then of course Sean will have your birthdays and dates and we'll also be recapping Monday Night Raw on the Revolution Show, one three eight oh five five pound, beginning just after nine. And of course wrestling revisit at seven o'clock, one three nine nine two six pound. As well as Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, John, I got the music, don't worry about it. Uh, we will also have our triple stacker Wednesday for you, beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, 141387. 8 o'clock, we'll have, of course, a very special edition of Wrestling Debate, possibly, maybe. I'll let you know more about that in just a little while, guys, because it might be a circumstance where I might not be attending the debate this week. I'll let you know more about that. And at 9 o'clock on Wednesday, we'll recap SmackDown tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday on the Revolution Show. But also, as I said, folks, this Sunday, 138055 pound, beginning at 5 p.m., join Gerard, myself, Michelle, John, and the rest of the gang. And maybe some bets might be made too, however, as we will be looking ahead to payback and what should be a very exciting night. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, for the Human Suplex Machine, for the Black Widow, for the King himself, and for the Heartbreak Kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, and now we're going to take you out with the little Bee Gees of Night Fever. Have a great Monday night, and as I said, folks, join John's uh, Facebook page and join all of our Facebook pages here at the Talk Show Radio Network, however, but especially John, of course, as well. Every Monday night, 
thank you for his breakdown of Raw recap hour after our show, where Michelle, myself, Gerard, and the rest of the gang always give our comments and opinions. And of course, that'll begin anyway, just after 11 o'clock tonight. So now, here's a little night fever to take you out tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great Monday night. And as always, God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.